A bad haircut changed your life. <laughs> It'll truly change your life. Mm -hmm. I always say there's nothing anybody can ever say to hurt my feelings because I did a big chop at a Chicago public school. And I'm like, I was bald when I was in sixth grade. I'll be okay. Like, <laughs> I'll be fine. You already know, it's your girl Naira and this is Shit Talks. What's good everybody, it's Naira. We're back for another episode of Shit Talks and we've got some really cool guests. I feel like all of our guests are cool. They're super cool. Um, and we're gonna chop it up about some things. Um, I think this conversation is super important. Um, I think that the work that y'all are doing is super important um, and I'm not being biased. Y'all understand why there's a bias <laughs> later on, but I'm not being biased. Um, the topic of representation, um, expression, self-expression and how it affects the way we navigate the world. Um, and I, I've got some questions to ask y'all because everybody's always talking about representation, but like, does representation like do anything? Like, does it actually give or is it like a facade? So we gonna get into that. But first, let the people know who y'all are. For sure. What's up, everybody? My name is Trey King. I'm a former fellow of Chicago Votes. I had the pleasure of working closely with different staff members within Chicago Votes, including Brian X. Shout out to him. And I'm excited to be here today. Hi, everybody. I'm Elizabeth Tutu. Um, I am a student, a photographer, and a model. Um, I work closely with Trey and the work that he does. And I'm just really excited to talk about what is coming up. Period. Cool. So let's get into it. Um, talk to me about what y'all are working on. Okay, so first of all, I primarily am a currently a master's student mm -hmm. at Columbia College Chicago. Come on, degree. Exactly. <laughs> and I have the pleasure of earning my degree towards cinema and television directing. Mm -hmm. um, and right now I'm currently in the process of creating and directing a documentary, a short documentary mm -hmm. that focuses on the perspectives of young black people and the relationship they have with their hair mm. and how that shapes their identity and who they are in relation to us as a people. Yeah, period, period, period. period. We love that. Yes. I have the honor of capturing this representation of our hair through film, photography, and just really trying to capture the beauty of hair and just wanting everyone who's modeling and who's gonna talk about their hair to really show that, like, you know, what they're about. Yeah, express themselves, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, my bias comes from the work that I do, which I shared with y'all, um, I co-direct uh, hair care and wellness drive that culminates in like a, a benefit concert. Um, also, do y'all have a title for the documentary project yet? It does have a wonderful title. Are you allowed to share it with us? I, do I wanna share okay. it? Do I wanna share it's it? You know what? I you know what? I give it a secret for now. Okay, but, 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 but since I like you so much, mm -hmm. I'm gonna give you a little taste taste of what the title is going to like sort of represent. Represent. Mm -hmm. So basically I decided to name it something that has to do with the strength mm -hmm. and the resilience and the royalty that we have with our black hair mm -hmm. and like the amount of like celebration that goes into making what our hair becomes and like the superpower that it entails. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm really excited for it. I'm excited for you all to see it. Yeah. Cool. So let's let's get into it, right? We're talking about exp uh, expression, self-expression. We're talking about representation. Um, I feel like a lot of times when we hear the phrase representation, you might think of like elected officials or people on TV like, oh my gosh, why are they always casting? You know what I'm saying? Like light-skinned girlies, that doesn't feel like representation for right. me. Or like, why is there men in this position? I don't right. see myself represented. But I think something that we've also learned as black folks is that, you know, all skin folk ain't kin folk, you know what I'm saying? And not everybody you can identify with 
is a, a representing factor. So then we get into this idea of like identity politics, right? Like right. does representation actually have an impact? But there are spaces where it definitely does. So like, do, like what's, what's the importance of representation? Why, why does it matter? How does it help? Representation is important because it not only shapes what we see, mm -hmm. like on television, film, digital media, et cetera, but it shapes who we are mm -hmm. and the types of people that we want to be. Like for example, growing up, if I didn't see that's so raven. If I didn't see proud film or things like that, mm -hmm. I would have never thought like a career in film or television would be possible mm -hmm. to be able to even create those types of stories. Mm -hmm. So I feel like representation starts, first of all, as a child, yeah. but also it shapes who we are early on yeah. and helps us see who we can become. Mm -hmm. That's so real. I was going to say something very similar that representation really, really matters when you are young. Mm -hmm. Because um, for part of my life, I spent it in Ghana. And in 2012, I came back to America. I'm like nine years old. I don't know what's going on here. Mm -hmm. And I go on TV and I'm seeing Zuri, you know, from <laughs> Jesse. And I'm seeing China Ann McClain singing. And I'm like, I can do this. Yeah. Like, that is me. That's literally so me. I feel like growing up and seeing that, I really was like, I can do anything. Like, yeah. I can sing if I want to. I can act if I want to. And I feel like that was really important for me because, you know, coming to America and you don't see a lot of people your color when mm -hmm. you just came from a country that is just people that look like you. Yeah. It was really important for me to see my people doing things that I didn't even dream. Yeah, that's so real. I also, um, we've got a lot of things in common in this space because I also went to school for film as well. And I think that like, that was a huge thing for me was that I wanted to create like, similarly, I watched things where I saw like, you know, that's where, oh my gosh, the way me and my friend's personalities are strictly based on like Raven's personality from the show. We are so like, she's so me. I'm literally yeah. so her. We, she just like me for real, like right. literally. And so- um, That's really twin. Like, like that's literally my, like, that's literally my plan. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I'm sorry. And you couldn't say it like not do it. Um, that representation. And then also there were things that I saw in media that I felt like, you know, there's a lot of sometimes there's a lot of certain types of movies that like feature black people. And I'm like, there doesn't need to be less of those. There just needs to be like more. So I'm like, okay, well, I want to go to school for film to like make movies that I want to see like that feature us. So it's definitely like, it's also beautiful to hear y'all speak so positively about like, you know, representation and how it has had like a positive impact and has like worked for y'all, right? I feel like that fuels the energy behind the work is like, y'all have seen, we have seen what it feels like to be happy, like be happily represented or be accurately represented. Yes. And now it's like emulating that or carrying that forward. So talk to me a little bit about like the, the photo side of things, right? Like what is, how is there like power in translating that expression through like photo? You know, you don't, with photo, you don't, you, there are no words, you know, no one can really say what they want in a photo, but to be able to capture someone's essence through the photo. And I feel like with doing that with film is very, the way to do it because film has its own aesthetic. It's beautiful just when it comes straight out of development. And I just really feel like with working with lighting and the different hair and the people and their energy, film is really going to be able to capture that alongside the documentary. And yeah, that's so real. Film photography is beautiful. It like definitely has like a language of its own. Absolutely, it yeah. evokes like a certain like nostalgia, yeah, or, like, emotion toward it. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. So thinking of that nostalgia, right? Like y'all are talking about hair. When I think of hair photos, I'm imagining like. 
I'm thinking about like sitting between somebody's legs, you know, pop with a comb or something like that. Like I'm th like that nostalgia as aspect when it comes to hair. Hair takes up so much of our like adolescence, and I mean, obviously. I'll retwist my hair for two days straight. Like it takes forever. You know what I'm saying? It takes up so much space in our mm -hmm. lives. But like, what what drew y'all to the the conversation of hair? Like why 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 that? Why is that what y'all are choosing to talk about in this topic of representation? In 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 my journey of filmmaking so far, mm -hmm. I knew from the start that I wanted to create something that was just so unapologetically black. Mm -hmm. Like in a way. Not in like a satirical, like a comedic type of way, but in a way that really just showcases who we are as a people. I said, before I leave film school, I'm going to create something that's going to be unapologetically black. Mm -hmm. And what's more unapologetic about us than our hair? Mm -hmm. So I was like, that's the first thing that I landed on. That's the thing that I decided to mm -hmm. go with. Because mm -hmm. our hair tells so many different stories in one. It's the way we communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. It's the way we communicate with ourselves. It's how we express ourselves to the world. Mm -hmm. It's how we express our resiliency, our strength, our love, our power, et cetera. I can go on for days talking yeah. about the power of the waves yeah, or something like that you know what I'm saying or like just like you said like the hot comb experience or like having my first haircut I remember the first time I got a haircut was in I was in my grandfather's lap mm. and I will never forget the experience just him just even though like I was like crying and screaming and doing anything that just like communicate that I didn't want to be there just mm. that comfort of another individual specifically my grandfather was just a beautiful experience so I was like hair is something that is so unique to mm. every single person within the diaspora yeah. so I want to focus on that specifically that's so real that is so beautiful um so we, wait you 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 said uh you know hair is the way we communicate with each other so let's talk about some hairstyles real quick and what they say about people okay. right like what so you talk about the waves what the waves say about people like when you see somebody with waves what, what they tell you about them well, what it says about me mm -hmm. is that I'm about my business. Yeah. Okay. Is that and I know R. what I'm doing with a comb. And am. And are. I remember when I, I've had different hairstyles throughout my life. So a couple years ago when I decided I want to go from the curly fro back to the waves, it took a minute mm -hmm. to get there. And so now that it's here, I'm like, y'all going to see this hair because yeah. it took a minute to get there. Yeah. That's what I mean when I say it represents like our strength. Because mm -hmm. like it took a couple years to actually get down the pattern that I wanted to, mm -hmm. whether yeah, it was like great. talking to... Thank you. <laughs> Whether that's like talking to my barber about it, buying different like wave creams and grease and figuring out what works for my head and the shape or whatever. The fact that it's like here now, I'm like, y'all gonna see this hair. Yeah. Yeah. When you pull that dewy off, it's noink. Okay. <laughs> like, hello. That's what I used to have a little, I've had a lot of hairstyles too. TikTok forced me to lock my hair. I, I, I give into societal pressure. I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I'm one of those people. No, I'm joking. Hey, that's okay. The comments was eating me. They're like, you need to lock your hair. I was like, all right, cool. I'll lock my hair. Um, but I used to have waves too. And I definitely was like, Brushing over time, yes. bro. Like I was putting my arms the strongest seal, bro. I'm saying. Yeah. So what? Okay. So what is what is the first say? What is the first say? What did curl say? You know, I grew up. I have. I've had a lot of hair like my whole life, mm -hmm. and I cut my hair, and that was the first like it really showed my strength, y'all, because I never thought in a million years that I would be able to just chop it off. Mm -hmm. Like I've just had so much hair my whole life, and I chopped it off, and it really affected my confidence and like mm -hmm. how I walk through life because. I'm so exposed now, mm -hmm. and I'm like, why did I do this? And yeah. I, every, I'm like always going back and forth. I love it, and then I'm like, I want my hair back. Yeah. But it just, I just want to be as natural as I can be, mm -hmm. and I feel like cutting my hair really gave me that opportunity. Mm -hmm. I feel like people can see me more, and I can really see me more, and understand myself, and the strength that I have, and who I want to be when I walk outside and like the confidence I want to portray yeah. and it's really doing it. And the curls, <laughs> you know, they're, 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 
I was gonna say, yeah, he said, I got a little, you know, a little this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's great. And also, she like, I am bald by choice, you know what I'm saying? She said, I am Thank not bald head, I am I not bald head, yeah, yeah, yeah. This will grow back. Yeah, 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 yeah. She said, and I'm it shitting on y'all still, yeah, <laughs> period. Um, that's what's up, yeah, when I when I shaved my head, granted, my family was like, you look like you're supposed to be bald. Like, they were like, you're eating, like, you're, you were supposed yeah. to be bald. <laughs> I also made my, my brother was growing his hair out too, so I made him come with me to the barbershop. We both got our hair cut. They're like, thank you, Jesus. But now he has locks, so. <laughs> you know, African parents gonna be mad, you know, whatever. They'll be okay, they'll live. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Period. So talk to me about the impact that you hope the work that y'all are making will have. Like, what do you, when, and I want y'all to think about this in a very, like, like, real, like, what's the, what's the, what's the way I'm trying to, like, a, a literal sense, like, in a literal sense. Yeah. What is the reaction you want someone to have when they see the work? Like, imagine someone is looking at it, or they see it, or they watch it. Like, what do you want to happen in that moment? Or what do you hope will happen? My intention is that when a young, or even like of any age type of black person mm -hmm. watches this film and this creation, I want them to see themselves, number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, I want them to see the crown that we wear. Mm -hmm. Like in sort of this, a light that is being portrayed through young people. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like in my filmmaking journey, I really want to focus on coming of age and telling the stories of young people and focusing on us specifically. Mm -hmm. So specifically, I want a young person to watch this and be like, that's me, mm -hmm. or that's who I can be, and that's who my people are. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why I'm choosing to showcase so many different types of hairstyles within our community. Mm -hmm. Like for example, I have a very good friend of mine who doesn't have any hair on his head by choice. Mm -hmm. But he's still important yeah, to the culture as well. Literally. So I want someone to see him and be like, oh, that's me. Or that's someone I know. Mm -hmm. But he's still an important part of our community, mm -hmm. despite what he doesn't have. Yeah, that's so real. And with the photos, I just want someone to look at that and be like, that is art. Like, yeah. that yes. is beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just feel with the aesthetic that is going to come out with film, mm -hmm. it's going to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. no, no matter what. Because we in it, hello? Okay, yeah, and the color, okay? So I just want someone to look at that and be, the hair is beautiful, that person's beautiful. Mm. Whatever you look at is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's all. I'm that's, that's, that's so real. real. You know, you know and, and speaking, speaking of the thing, thing well, well number, number one, one, I think that's, that's also like, like just that fascination, like, like the same fascination that you like, like look at something grand or like like beautiful or outstanding, like yeah, imagine if like that was the association that like people had when they looked at our, our hair, hair. Like, like not, not even just other people, other people but just ourselves, ourselves right yeah. like yeah. you know I, I literally um when I um because I, I did my like big chop when I was in well my first big chop when I was in like sixth grade or something like that right and so when my hair started becoming an afro people outside were being like well you need to perm her hair and like telling my mom like well you need to perm her you need to do her hair her hair is not done but my dad came to this country in the 70s and he was like oh my gosh I love your hair because he was like the afro for him was like beautiful and like powerful and he was like that's like my idea of like beautiful black hair is an afro and i was like huh like that's so but then it's also so interesting to see how times change and like representation change and like the things that people find beautiful yeah. can like change so imagine like yeah. you know bringing Especially from generation mm -hmm. to generation exactly. exactly and bringing that back around like oh we have the power to shift that and make people be like no that's beautiful like that's my idea of beauty that's because when yeah. i was in ghana my hair was permed. Like it was either your hair was all cut off or you had to have it like in braids or like cornrows or something. Literally. And then you come here and at first it was, you know, tame that, mm -hmm. whatever you got going on, tame it. Mm -hmm. But, and then it shifts into 
beautiful curls, mm-hmm. afro, and I just love that. Yeah. But it at first it was never like that. It wasn't. So see the shift. Yeah, it is. And I think that I think we're in a beautiful time. It's 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 always a good time to be we black. Are. But what a lovely time to be black. Like you know, it is. because yeah, no. high school they were no, like. Uh, <laughs> they were like, how come your curl pattern is like that and hers is so nappy? Just because she's lighter skinned than me. Like, I'm like, how can you say that to me? No, literally, I, bro, I was the only like person in my grade who had their hair natural that mm-hmm. wasn't mixed. And people yeah. were like, why would you do that? Why? I was like, why would you do that? Right. I was like, I don't know. I'm literally okay. just a girl. <laughs> I'm literally just a girl. And you see how those types of experiences shape who you are today, yeah. whether that strengthened, strengthened, or diminished who you mm-hmm. were at the time, it still is a vital like experience that happens. Yeah, exactly. It really like changes. The- yeah. That's why when I see little black girls out there, hair's natural. What you be saying? I like your hair. Right. I love you. Like I like your hair. That's beautiful. Um, real quick, since we're talking about antidotes, um, talk to me about. I want y'all to take a moment to think about this. Talk to me about. Have y'all ever had any hair nightmares? Like. Not like literally you were closing your eyes looking okay. and had a nightmare. And you're like, ah, oh, hot comb. Like, no, like, if you, like, what, is there any hairstyles or anything like that that when you look back, you're like, now why did I do that? I could think of maybe a couple. Yeah. Because, so I would always love to straighten my hair. Like, it's cute for the one time, but it's very hard to maintain. Mm-hmm. I remember I was, it was like right before school was about to start. I got my little silk press. Mm-hmm. I go to sleep, wake up. It's gone. It's not silk. Because it's, it was so humid in that room, it was gone. And I was like, what just happened? <laughs> what just, who is what this? just happened? Who, literally, who is this? And there's no way to fix it. I had to put some braids in because I can't go outside looking oh, like that. Or a hat on. Something had to be done. I was like, what? And also, when I did cut my hair, because I cut my hair myself, mm-hmm. that was uneven. Yeah. It was so uneven. Yeah. I said, great. No. Go to a professional, yeah. please. That was me. This is your first time. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. But I be struggling. Yeah. I'll get cute little locks. I go to take them out. I accidentally cut my hair. Yeah. I did. In Maybe two you places. should go to the shop. I think yeah. I just need to stop Talk doing things on my own. Yeah, I like, think so. Maybe we can't say don't touch. Right. That was hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really do need to stop. That's beautiful. No, that, well, that's not. But it's it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I got that so pressed and the dye I did on my own. Line. Line. It was so <laughs> That's actually why. You know what's so crazy, though? Because I, when I, my parents, for some reason, let me dye my hair blue when I was in. Well, my mom did. My dad didn't even realize what was He paid for it, too. Anyway, um, he didn't even realize what was going on. But I didn't know that heat messes up blue dye. And so then I was like, I'm going to straighten it. And I tried to straighten it, and it was, like, turning green while I was, like, passing the. But I already started. We already here. So then I straightened it. But then it was, like. I had never really straightened my own hair before, so it was one of those moments where, like, when you put your head down, the hair. It's coming. With you. <laughs> it's coming. With you. No. you know, you like this. This, <laughs> this shit turned wow. into like the tail of an airplane. You like that's take off. <laughs> anyway, do you have any? I had some time to think mm-hmm. about mine. Now I can share. I'm gonna share one okay. specifically. Um, so there was a time when I was first was starting to experiment with going blonde in my hair. Mm-hmm. I had done like a orange red a while before. Mm-hmm. And then from there I was like, okay, I want to try blonde. I really want to get into like a really different color. Mm-hmm. So I started to experiment a little bit. I was doing this myself, mind you. Mm-hmm. And I did well like the first couple of times, but I really wanted to get it to that platinum color. Mm-hmm. And in order to get it to that platinum color, you have to do it like a couple of different yeah. times. Mm-hmm. 
So the toner that I was using, I mind you, this was the day before I was on like a short film set that I was also starring in. So I was like, I really want my hair to be platinum for this. It's going to turn out really, really well. I washed out the toner. My hair is like an orange color. I said, oh. <laughs> Not the science and math. That was. <laughs> I was like, this is oh. not the oh. blonde. Oh. Well, okay. Right. Sure. Oh, well, who are you? <laughs> Literally. So the I was math? like, is not, not something's not adding yeah. up. When did you? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so when did, right, exactly. So that was kind of a nightmare experience. Okay. I can remember like going to set and just being like, hopefully nobody notices. Hopefully nobody notices that my hair is low-key orange. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you don't think I'm going through something. Yeah. Cause like, you know, like, <laughs> I was like, that wasn't my intention, but you know, we got through it. Mm -hmm. I had to just suck it up and do what I had to do. Cause I had mm -hmm. to be on camera that day. But I can also think of another situation. Mm -hmm. And this is not, it has nothing to do with my childhood barber or the barber I currently have now. Cause they are wonderful people. Okay, just saying that. So, <laughs> I, I'm letting, I'm, 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 I'm like, right. And you gonna come with that. Dude. Right, no, and I'm not talking about them. But there was a time when I first moved to the city where I was like starting to figure out what barber was going to be right for me. Mm -hmm. And long story short, there was a situation where my hairline got pushed back just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I didn't notice it at first because I was like, I, maybe I was a little blind to the fact that my hairline was a little pushed back. Mm -hmm. But then my dad noticed. And I was like, you know what? You're kind of right because my forehead has never been this big before. <laughs> I know I kind of got a big forehead, but it has never been this big before. <laughs> back here <laughs> yeah so something was off there but everything is cool now but i'm like in the moment it's like wow this is really like my head is really odd shape right now like that's crazy but we good now it changes the landscape of your i'm saying bro. i said my widow's peak is like literally back it's here peaking. Like, it's like it's it's, it's literally that is hilarious, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Well, first of all, when I when I cut my hair, like when I had waves, I I ain't gonna lie. I had like two shots of Hennessy in the middle of the night. I had moved back That's with my parents. Problem. Yeah, that was yeah. my first and last and like still yeah. problem. Anyway, so um, <laughs> no, I don't don't drink. Stay away from Henny, y'all. Um, but I literally. Um, Woke up in the middle of the night. I had moved back with my parents from school when I decided to like transfer to Chicago. And I woke up in the middle of the night. I had some like Hennessy. I was like, I'm gonna cut my hair off and just cut all my hair off. And then I was like, oh shit, this shit low key ugly as hell. And so then I went to the car, I had some bleach. So I was like, okay, let me. It was, it was hair bleach. It was hair bleach. It was, <laughs> it was hair bleach. I bleached. I don't know why I was in my car, but I bleached my hair. And then I was like, and then my mom the next morning, she was like, come to the store with me. I was like, okay. I put a hat on. We were in the car. I took the hat off. She was like, it's not even. She was like, she was like, well, maybe we should, let me, okay. She like cut it the rest of the way. She was like, what's going on? So anyway, I totally understand. Um, my barber gave me a design on the side of my head uh -oh. after I had waves. Not, that's how I grew my hair out. A bad haircut would change your life. <laughs> it'll truly change your life. Worst way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll change your life. Shout out to him. He was a great barber until he did that shit. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I ain't seen his ass since. Okay, cool. So we're talking about like all of these um, like hopes that we have for representation, right? Like, I mean, all the hopes that we have for the project, right? What you want people to think and feel when they look at it, right? Um, how do you think that that impacts the way? Like, how do you think that's going to impact the way that they move about the world? Um. I feel like in a way it empowers you to be something that you may not have thought of before. Mm. So for example, if you're watching like a form of television and you see somebody who looks like you, talks like you, dresses like you, has the same culture as you, mm -hmm. 
then it sort of is like, oh, maybe I can go out into the world and do that same type of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I know, like, TV and film, like, that's a whole different type of scenario. But, for example, like, me navigating the real world, if I know that there are certain artists, actors, or people that I just look up to, Mm -hmm. and I see, like, them doing their thing and them empowering themselves and other people based on their art, then I'm able to do that with my art Mm -hmm. because I see other people doing that Mm -hmm. in ways that I aspire to be. That's so real. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I see something, I can't unsee it. So right. if I saw something and I just thought it was so beautiful, mm-hmm. that's going to be in the back of my mind. And eventually, I'll probably gain the confidence to replicate that in my own way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I see someone cut their hair and I'm like, you look like me, you look gorgeous, I, I want to do that. I can do that. I'm yeah. going to cut my hair no matter how scared I am. Yeah. So I kind of gain more confidence to really walk in who I want to be. Exactly. And then in that instance, it's kind of like a domino effect because somebody yeah. sees you and, and is inspired exactly. by you. And they're like, I love your hair. Right. I'm going to go cut my hair. Yeah. That was me with bleach. I had a bleached eyebrow agenda. I was like, you bleach your eyebrows. You bleach your eyebrows. Everybody bleach your eyebrows. Because I saw somebody else with bleached eyebrows. I was like, I, can't, I think I eat I that. my hair. I'm like, let me dye your hair. Exactly. No, literally, that's me. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have dyed so many people's hair. I don't know if it was good or not, but, but it's too late. Bye. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> not everyone needs to be looking like me. Exactly. No, that's so real. Um, I also think that like the impact that it has on like the way that I like see myself in other situations. Like, I feel like because I always say there's nothing anybody can ever say to hurt my feelings because mm-hmm. I did a big chop at a Chicago public school. And so I'm like, but it also like the like jokes aside, it also get, gives me like this confidence that maybe I wouldn't have had. Like I was super mm-hmm. like, I was out, I was gregarious when I was young, but I was still like shy and like anxious. Mm-hmm. And so it like made me understand that one, like being nervous or being anxious is like normal, but also yeah. you're literally not gonna die. Like you're gonna be okay. Like yeah. if, so what if the hairstyle turns out wrong? Yeah. Or so what if like people don't like your hair? Like you're gonna, and then you're gonna go home, you're gonna go to sleep, and you're gonna wake up the next morning, you're gonna be fine. So I feel like that changed the way I navigate like being scared or being embarrassed yeah. as well in any other situation. I'm like, I was bald when I was in sixth grade. I'll be okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine. Period. How can people support? What you, what you want people to do? What, you, what, what, what can we do? Give me a call to action. Okay. Yeah. So we're filming next month. Okay. The way you can support is to... Um, so when a film is completed at the end of the year, I'm going to figure out a way to share it digitally and also sort of in person if I can. Mm-hmm. But the way to support would be to continue following us, like on our social medias, mm-hmm. our team and everything. Continue supporting Chicago Votes because they're a lot of the reason why I can do a lot of what I do. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them in general. But continue to support by supporting. Yeah. I feel like it's just a matter of just reaching out, mm-hmm. communicating, seeing, showing up. And showing yeah, up. So exactly, up. yeah. Mm-hmm. Supporting your community. Period. And we are the community. Period. So support us. I'm okay. Open that pocketbook. You know what I'm saying? Drop those coins. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Period. Absolutely. I think that's all. Thank you so much for having us today. Yeah, I'm talking y'all shit. Period. This has been Shit Talks. Once again, I'm Naira. Burr, 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 burr.